I done seen all of these movies, I done read reviews But all these other critics leave me less amused I still need opinions, I'm just messing, dude But it's gotta come from the projection room, yeah, yeah Hello, hello, welcome to the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast This is the Rathpeakin Rambler himself, Keen Dalton How are we doing, guys? Happy Bank Holiday Monday How'd you get on last night? Did anybody go for a few substantial meals with the boys? A few substantial meals and a few fucking pints. How'd you get on? Happy Bank Holiday Monday. It is fantastic. I have such uh, a newfound appreciation of Bank Holiday Monday since I started availing of them. I used to work in retail all the time. Never had a Bank Holiday Monday off. That was fine by me. I didn't really care because I probably had the next day off. And everyone else is stuck in work with big hangovers. I was just at home with a hangover, not one to get out of bed. But now I avail of the Bang Holiday Mondays and I have them off and they're absolutely fine. They're absolutely unbelievable. I love them. Love having a Monday off. Gives me a false sense of hope for the rest of the week and then Tuesday comes crashing down even harder. Absolutely love that for myself. I absolutely love that for myself. It's a special episode today, guys, because I'm on my hulls. I'm actually recording this on when on Thursday. Thursday. It is Thursday, Keen. Get that through your head. Thursday, I'm in Sligo in the Riverside Hotel. Riverside, let's go. What a banger. Hashtag 2010, whenever that came out. I think it was 2010, was it? What an absolute tune. Um, In Sligo. Sligo is some spot, lads. Oh my god, I'm actually kind of ashamed that I haven't been here before. Um, Used to come here years ago as a child, visit family. Um, haven't been here in ages and it is actually unbelievable the people here are so nice and I don't want to sound like a cliche tourist but you know you know when you go somewhere it's like oh, the, the people here are so nice the people here are so friendly oh my god they are so nice here tip him tip him Roger Roger give him a tip the people here are unbelievably nice like the concierge in the hotel dead on Um, the people out we went to um can't remember the name. Sure, fucking as soon as I start talking, I start forgetting all the names of the place. Strand Hill. Been in Strand Hill twice for food, and the people there are just absolutely lovely. Um, doing some amount of walking. Went up um, the Quiche Caves there in Quiche Carn Mountain. Went looking for smog. Went looking for smog, boy. Went looking for the jewel under the mountain. Couldn't find it. Smog. Did a bit of sprinkling. He's gone. Um, it's just great to be out here in the West on my holidays not worrying about work not worrying about anything you know trivial not worrying about something that doesn't matter at all in the grand scheme of things just thinking like jeez will I go for another mountain walk I will will I crack open another can Jesus I will you know what more could you ask for guys fresh air seaside nice people gonna spend a few more and one more night here and then we're off to Mayo for a few um for a few nights and then back to crushing reality next week. But we won't think about that just yet. But anyways, it is Monday. How is your bank holiday going? I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week. I hope you have just a great day before back to reality tomorrow. Um, you know, this week, I talked about this. Um, if you can hear that, guys, that's because I'm sitting right next to the window. Apologies for that. Um, but the work never stops, you know. I'm, I'm an absolute machine. Just a podcast machine, just popping out podcasts day and night, left, right, and center. I'm um, sitting right next to the window. We're kind of on, uh, we're right next to 
the river here and we're next to the street as well we're in the right slap bang in the city center riverside hotel give it a look definitely come here whenever you get a chance um and as i said we're off to mayo then so looking forward to that um it's good it's good just to get away we all know that don't we we all need to get away switch off every once in a while but also this podcast helps me switch off talk about something that i love let's get into it so this week guys I put up a thing on uh, Instagram there and Facebook asking people to tell me their favorite dystopian um, and and apocalyptic movies. And one or two people came back to me. um, But let's, before we start, I want to say, want to get into, want to say, what is the meaning? I want to tell you guys or want to just go through it. What does dystopian mean? So originally this podcast is meant to be, what is your favorite, like my favorite apocalyptic slash dystopian movies, but it's a very broad category, you know, like could be sitting here for hours talking about that. So I've just brought it down to dystopia, dystopian. And it's actually funny when you look, when I look up dystopian on on, uh, Google, Trump Tower comes up, but hey. I'm not saying anything. That was Google. Google brought it up, you know. Google brought it up. Um, so dystopian means. Uh, excuse me. I'm I'm absolutely flooring Ken's here, guys, because it's my holidays. It is my holidays. Native IPA made by Lockhill Brewery. Get an Aldi. Absolutely unbelievable. Had another Lockhill one last night. Shaka. It was like East Shaka or something like that. I don't know what it was. But anyways, back to the matter at hand. All seriousness now, guys. I'm not talking about drinking anymore. I will be drinking as this podcast goes on. And it mightn't be as long as other podcasts because I'm on my old. But anyways, dystopian. Adjective. Relating to or denoting an imagined state or society where there is great suffering or injustice. Most movies, most there's a lot of movies that fit this category. There are an absolute, you know, an absolute abundance of movies that fit this category. Um, like some of my and some examples now would be like um, the Hunger Games movies or the Divergent series you know like Hunger Games is a society where the capital rules over the 12 districts and two tributes from each, each district so 24 kids under the age of 16 I believe or 18 or something like that go uh, from the age of 11 to 18 wasn't that it once you turn 11 can't remember now actually enjoyed those books but um go and fight to the death for one to be crowned a champion you know like that's an imagined state where an imagined state where there is great suffering or injustice that the divergent series never watched them never read the books similar enough you know so those types of movies like a lot of comic book movies could be brought into this category. A lot of, you know, like the, the Batman movies, any Marvel movie really, like, you know, Endgame uh, or Infinity War and Endgame would definitely be in this category. Um, and there's also a lot of books and novels that are kind of dystopian. So 1984 by George Orwell, brilliant, brilliant book. Um, give that a... Give that a read if you ever get a chance. It should be in any library, and it's probably a couple of euro online. The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. Uh, brilliant show as well. Um, the Road by Cormac McCarthy. Another fantastic movie, but the book was absolutely 
unbelievable and is actually in my top my favorite um dystopian mo- movies as well and my favorite dystopian books uh well it's like animal farm as well by george orwell and the hunger games as well you know so it is a very lucrative and abundant category for books and movies uh, so some of my favorite dystopian films my absolute favorite dystopian film and one of my top five favorite films of all time is v for vendetta with uh, Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman. Now, James Purify was in the role of uh, V at the beginning, but he had to drop out, I think, because the mask, he, he was having fierce difficulty um, breathing and talking in the mask and had to leave, had to drop out of the project. So Hugo Weaving stepped in. And I've seen both of these actors in multiple projects, and they actually do have very similar voices, James Purify and Hugo Weaving have that kind of very well-to-do English person. And they, they both have that accent, that very, very similar accent, you know. Not posh, but educated. Um, Natalie Portman is in this. Uh, Stephen Fry is in this. Stephen Ray is in this. Uh, Stephen Ray, Irish actor. Um, Viv Vendetta, um, you know, is all about um, the English government. Um as as a tyranny over the english people and they they try and rise up and fight against it and it's all about the fifth so remember remember the fifth of, of november the gunpowder treason and plot i know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot and it's all about the fifth of november like 1694 some year like that where guy fox tried to blow up the parliament buildings and then it cuts to like whatever year it is 2005 and um v um, Hugo Weaving's character is trying to do it again. He's trying to blow up um, the Parliament buildings because uh, in the last number of years, the British government have become a dictatorship uh, and it is a dystopian future, a dystopian society where the British government hold all the power and, you know, everyone just bows down to this one government and they're all you know they have um finger men are the are the police who uh, maintain a curfew and all this and it's just very it's i think the be- the thing that you have to keep in mind about a dystopian future or a dystopian society or a dystopian um dystopian society or film is that it's not a society that we would be comfortable living in so v for vendetta it, and it is one of my top five movies of all time have if you get a chance to watch it, just watch it. It is like an hour and 40, and it is just non-stop. You're on V's side, you're on Natalie Portman's side. You just know that the government needs to go, needs to be taken down. And I think his scene where he introduces himself um, is brilliant. So just have a listen to that there uh, now. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the vox populi, now vacant, vanished. However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin vanguarding vice and vouchsafing the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition. The only 
verdict is vengeance. A vendetta held as a votive, not in vain. For the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. <laughs> Verily, this vicious soise of verbiage veers most verbose, so let me simply add that it's my very good honor to meet you, and you may call me V. Another one of my favorite dystopian movies is Children for Men. Um, or Children of Men. Children for Men sounds absolutely wrong, and I apologize. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, Children of Men is another movie in this category. Uh, Clive Owen and Julianne Moore. I think the basic premise of this movie is that there hasn't been a child born in like 18 years the young the youngest person in the world is like 18 years old society is collapsing and there are certain people are trying to kill whatever babies and pregnant um pregnant women and for some reason i watched it like a couple of years ago it's absolutely brilliant but that's another one that you should definitely watch clive owen is fantastic in it julianne moore is fantastic in it and the best thing about it is that um you're you you just you can't predict anything. Like, there are certain main characters, I'm not saying if it's Clive Owen or Julia Moore or any other main characters, that are killed off not too long after being introduced. It's, you know, it's there's a lot of other main characters in there as well that you think you're going to see for the rest of the movie. They're gone. That is absolutely brilliant. And Clive Owen is, is a great um, actor as well. He had another one recently on Netflix, Anonymous. That was, uh, was alright. That was good. Um, Watchmen. The comic book movie, Zack Snyder, um, that is an example of a dystopian mo- of um, dystopian society. You know, that there is superheroes around, but these superheroes are using their powers for bad. Not for bad, but some of them are using them for ulterior motives, not necessarily for good. Same as The Boys on Amazon Prime. I talked about that on a podcast um, a couple of months ago. Check it out if you want. Um, actually, one of my most recent favorite movies, most recent favorite dystopian movies, is What Happened to Monday, a Netflix original. Came out there last year, two, two, maybe two years ago, starring uh, Numi Rapace from um, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series. It stars um, Numi as seven, as seven sisters, septuplets, in a society where only one child is allowed per family to to um, counteract overpopulation and her dad who is played by um, what's his name Willem Dafoe I'm something of a scientist myself uh, Willem Dafoe keeps them a secret and gives them all the same identity you know so that they can go out and live one day of the week so they're called Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and they each go out and live one day a week doing the same thing as everyone else you know Um, it's actually very very good very very um well done film and you know as things start to unravel you see each sister's kind of personality come out and numi rapace is fantastic she plays seven different characters unreal um a popular one that people might know is edge of tomorrow you know live die repeat that i think it was live die repeat in america and it was edge of tomorrow in europe or the other way around but it was you know it was one of those ones that had one title and then that was the working title and then came out as a, a different title um, that's Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Um, I think 
A lot of men, a lot of people of the male persuasion or anybody who likes women will remember Emily Blunt in this movie, that scene that's played over and over again where Tom Cruise comes into the hangar to talk to her and she pushes herself up off the ground and she's just absolutely unbelievable. So that movie is brilliant anyways, but that scene, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss, Emily, chef's kiss. Um, So those are some of my favorite ones. You know... There's a there's a lot of well-known films there. And, you know, people might be surprised that, like, oh, Watchmen is dystopian. Yeah, it's a comic book movie, but it is a dystopian movie. And as I said, like, a lot of comic book movies are dystopian because they're a society that we wouldn't necessarily want to live in. I don't think that I'd like to live in a society with actual superheroes. It's, it's a cool idea. But, I mean, imagine the fucking destruction. I mean, Superman, Man of Steel. How many fucking people died in those buildings that him and Zod were crashing into, you know? Absolute carnage. Um, so comic book movies, they are dystopian. They're a changed society that some people wouldn't necessarily want to live in. I suppose that's up to... That's as a matter of opinion as well, though, isn't it? Um, because some people would love to live in a society with superheroes. Um, I'd love to have superheroes wouldn't necessarily want to live in a society where superheroes kind of reign supreme. And that's actually shown really well in The Boys on Amazon Prime. It shows superheroes that they're what they would actually be like in a modern world, you know? That they're, they are in a, in a base and they're doing life-changing missions and saving the world and all that, but that they're a proper online presence and they're everywhere, you know? That they have TV shows, they have... Uh, Nike, you know, Adidas kind of activewear deals and stuff like that. So, if I think you, I think everyone should go watch the boys. Anyways, absolutely fantastic movie series. My apologies. Um, so some popular dystopian films that would be across all ages are, as I said, The Hunger Games, um, Jennifer Lawrence. I have here Hemsworth 2.0, um, Liam Hemsworth, Josh Hutcherson, um, Woody Harrelson's in there. Julianne Moore is in that as well, isn't she? That is Julianne Moore, yeah. Uh, Donald Sutherland, Elizabeth Banks is brilliant in um, the Hunger Games movies. Like That is a very popular one. Um, the Divergent series has had Batman films like Chappie, the one with the robot from a couple of years ago. Um, District 9, that is a, you know, that's kind of a, That'd be that would definitely be a dystopian one. And Hardcore Henry was the movie out um I think it was two years two or three years ago. It was all shot from the first person perspective and it showed him going after um the guy who took his wife and Charlotte Copley is in it. A very, very good movie. Um and then I also I, as I said, I um asked people to send me their favourite ones themselves. And I got a message from um, Christian in America. So shout out to Christian. Thank you for responding. So um, Christian actually reminded me about um, Clive Owen and Julianne Moore's Children of Men. And he also put me on to a load of new ones that I haven't watched. And I'm kind of ashamed that I haven't watched 28 Days Later. I know that's kind of a horror as well and an apocalyptic movie. But that is still... I'm sure it's a society. Why, do, do you want to live in a society with, with zombies, guys? No, so it's dystopian. So he put me on to a load more that I have to watch. So Akira is an anime one from, I think it's 1988. 
Um, 12 Monkeys is the 90s. Uh, Silent Green, Brazil, Escape from New York. Um, you know, I think, yeah, 28 Days Later. Yeah, it is a zombie, but it does pr- fit pretty well. Um, and that has a few sequels as well that we should all get on but those are the kind of the main ones that he sent on that i think everyone should watch i'm gonna watch all of them so akira i'm gonna try find brazil 28 days later 12 monkeys gonna try find them on line um so as it is my holidays guys um this one's gonna be a bit shorter because i have cans to drink and i have dinner to go to and i have other things to do like chilling out and um not really worrying about anything but um, next week's podcast is going to be all about um, kind of coming of age movies and teenage movies. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, so I watched the other night was, um, oh, geez, I watched The Kissing Booth. And my days, my absolute days, like, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. It was just one of the worst movies I've ever seen. One of the weird, like, I say worst movies I've ever seen, but I actually cared about what happened in the end. You know, that's the thing about these these movies. Like, they actually do make you care about the characters, even though the whole movie you're like, what the fuck are they doing? So next week's podcast is going to be about movies like Kissing Boots, Sibling Rivalry, Friendship Rivalry, like Edge of Seventeen. So if anybody has any um, anything they'd like me to um, do a, pa- a podcast on, any suggestions, any topics, let me know. Next week's is going to be about that, about coming-of-age movies, teenage movies, you know, from if anybody has any movies they'd like me to talk about next week, just um, send me a DM on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If anybody has any other topics they want me to do in the next couple of months or weeks or whatever, just send me a DM as well on the same, on the same, um, the same platforms. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, I I'm still gonna do the ad um, second breakfast one. I'm gonna try and get one out next week, and I don't really want to talk about current affairs on the podcast. I just want to talk about like general stuff, you know, mental health. Um, things going on in Ireland, positive things because I, I do enough writing about current affairs so if anybody wants to hear my thoughts or see my listen, um, read my thoughts on current affairs in Ireland check out my blog The Rath Peak and Rambler I'm doing a bit more um, current affairs pieces there about the current government and stuff um, you know go follow me on Facebook Twitter Instagram, um, give my WordPress uh, a follow. You can get it emailed directly to your email, to your inbox if you want. Um, I do a few movie reviews there as well. Um, I want to say thanks again to Christian for writing in. Um, I want to say thanks to... I want to shout out to my buddy Jur. Um, I don't know if Jur would want me to tell anybody this, but Jur has been talking my podcast up on Bumble and Tinder to potential dates. So Jur is actually foregoing some dates, and just talking me up on these um, dating platforms. So I just want a big th- thanks to Jer, one of my oldest buddies, best friends, um, absolute legend. So um, if there's any girls out there listening because of Jer McAuliffe, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, so that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. It's short and sweet, but I'm on my holes. I need to take care of myself. You know, numero uno, das me.
that's me. Have an absolutely fantastic week. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah. This is not something for the green CeeLo. This is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Or articulate talks about life That's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast Huh, this man is restless He got just what you seek in Scrambler He is the wrath peaking Rambler